When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And this week, we're going to be talking about feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the F in manifest of Manifest It Now, like using it, doing LOA. LOA way? Yeah. LOA the Manifest It Now way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Feelings are so essential, obviously, to manifesting. And we're going to talk all about feeling your feelings, all that juicy stuff you guys love to do yeah yeah that you like hope you know if you're in our either of our groups i'm sure that you love when we say feel your feelings and you're like oh god again that's exactly some of my clients reaction i love it what are you excited about Cass? i'm excited about my um first um, abundance facilitator who has her clients and it's up and running and people are manifesting money and it is so fun to watch her get to have that experience yeah you nailed it like it's like the excitement comes from like seeing witnessing them have that experience yes yeah it's really cool because it's not about like the stuff in in this way like it's fun mm-hmm. to see them get the stuff and the money coming in and stuff but like knowing they are having that experience, having had it yourself and like, ugh, it's the best. It is. Because, yeah. you know, those experiences are what lead to better experiences, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and more like not better in a like like those aren't good enough, but like the more they open to more and more and more because mm-hmm. they're just the foundation. Yeah. That better word is tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Because we want, we want more, we want better, but we also not are not wanting to acknowledge where we are as bad in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. What mm-hmm. are you excited about? Uh, I'm excited about getting to spend some time with members of our tribe and and the the women there, and I just feel so grateful and like honored of this community that we've created and I love it has been my dream to like when I travel around I get to meet meet people here meet people here and there's just a an extra special connection when we're sitting around chatting and we're the conversation like you and I have talked about is just it's real it's deeper Mm -hmm. and it it's so fulfilling it's like it's that um nourishing like uplifting conversation so I love that I get to be a part of that and experience that. Yeah, I just had a flashback to yeah. our first. Uh, actually, it was our second manifest it now live, mm. where um, the person who joined us in the VIP part was like, "I've never had a conversation that was all about that depth yeah. and just staying in what's amazing." Yeah, that was yeah. like the whole evening. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just like kind of realizing that now. It's just so normal. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that feels exciting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, So what do you think when we say feelings and we said this was the topic, what do you think our listeners immediately thought 
think we mean by that or think that means when it comes to LOA. Yeah, LOA and manifesting and we talk about feelings. I think the first thing people think of is I have to feel happy all the time. I have to feel good all the time. And like when I feel good, I'm doing it right and I'm being successful. And if I'm not, I'm doing it wrong. And I'm never going to manifest anything. Yeah, I'm not not doing good and I'm not going to manifest anything if I can't just feel good all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just bust it open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That Uh, is not the most powerful way to look at that. (laughs) It is not the most powerful way. And I think that's the biggest way people get this wrong. Yeah. Is that they try to wrangle themselves into being happy. um, And that doesn't... I mean, so many levels of what you're doing energetically there, trying to push happy, like make it happen, push away from whatever you're feeling, Mm -hmm. right? That's not happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just, you're not creating in that space and you're not making it easier to manifest if you're pushing against any feeling to try and be happy. Yeah. And if you start to pay attention to this, if you've been practicing your awareness, you might start to catch. I was, I did this all the time, like any uncomfortable feeling. And I was like, got to feel better. Like it's my second thought. Oh, you feel, you feel upset. Oh, you can feel better. Like that's the, it was the reaction of what I thought was the right way to do this. And um, so I think trying to feel better too soon even trying to feel differently like or better right away is one of the biggest ways we get in our like we get this wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not letting yourself feel the feelings, right? Yeah. It is that exactly what you just said that you used to do. Notice it. Oh, I got to change it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like instead of feel it. Yes. <laughs> so and then let's talk here about two a little bit one of of how we get this wrong if we're using the emotional scale, right? So this is the biggest one of the biggest places this come from is Abraham Hicks material. They give you this emotional scale that goes from grief for the bottom, guilt, grief, fear, to the top of love, joy, um, love and joy. And so we automatically, some part of our human brain is like the bottom is bad and the top is good. <laughs> and so we want you to like switch that like right now, immediately, Um, get away from assigning positive is good, negative is bad. Um, But yeah, so the emotional scale, one of the ways that we kind of use this wrongly, right, Mm -hmm. is to try to try to move up it. Yes. And I'm going to say that this is another way that I didn't know because... You know, I don't necessarily, I don't, yeah. like, I haven't studied Abraham, so I don't actually know what the scale is. But when you say grief is at the bottom, this explains a lot. Because a lot of times when people are experiencing grief, and I'm, co- like, that is the biggest resistance to feeling. Like, right. like if someone in their life has died that is significant, yeah, I have literally had to coach people, like, no, you feel your grief. You're not You're messing not. up your manifesting yes. by grieving. Got goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Just while we're on that, let's highlight that again. Like, well, feeling your feelings is the path. Like, yes, that's the way. I think one of the biggest things is like, it is the way feeling your feelings is the way up the scale. But trying to get there or trying to manage this process or trying, that's not our job. Yeah. Yeah. Or telling the story that like, if I'm in 
like one of these feelings that happens to be at the bottom of this, right. I'm not able to manifest. Yeah. Like then you're you're creating that inability to manifest in that when really we're yeah. going to get further into this. But here's the secret. The more you feel, the more you manifest. Yeah. Period. Period. Feel. Period. Not yeah. feel happy. Feel. It's just, I'm just like soaking that in. It's so, so true. Mm -hmm. And the way I talk about that is like when we're feeling, we are allowing, like our energy is open. And when we're trying, we are resisting. Like when we're trying to think of a different thought or we're trying to even reach for a different feeling, we are in resistance. We're trying to control the process and feeling is really opening the space to, to allow what's natural for us to come through. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what about, do you want to talk a little bit about like the story versus the feeling here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of times, you know, we, people get stuck in this story, like, oh, I feel sad or generally upset. I'm going to use the one you used before mm-hmm. we start recording upset instead of identifying what, well, so if you're upset, like, are you feeling sad? Are you feeling mm-hmm. frustrated? Are you feeling angry? They'll, they get stuck in this story. Like, I'm upset that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm upset is not uh, I feel. Yes. And if you're speaking it, you're not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we even group these together, just like you said. Mm-hmm. So like in that example, we're in when we say we're upset because blah, 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 we're in the story. But we think I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset is acknowledging our feelings. But it's not. It's not. You're you're in the story of that. Um, just like Cass said, upset isn't a feeling. You can go deeper and identify the feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even just bringing an awareness to that part, am I in the story or am I in the feeling, is going to open up this next level of actually learning to feel your feelings. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that as we move through this episode like what does that actually look like and what does that mean yeah um because this isn't something that most people i think we actually are born knowing how to do it Mm -hmm. but it gets very quickly trained out of us yeah kids know how to have a tantrum oh yeah (gasps) they know how to feel it and 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 there's let it go and then let it go right and the reason it's so interesting because i think a lot of adults judge and i've heard this like oh, well, you were upset one second and then you were fine. They judge that to mean, oh, you weren't sad or you weren't angry. And it's the opposite. They let themselves feel it and then it could be over and they can go back to happily playing, focusing on the next thing that they want. It's not that they weren't sad or they weren't frustrated or they weren't angry. It's that they felt the feeling without stopping it, talking about it, thinking about it. By throwing that tantrum, by, you know, going and screaming, kicking or crying, whatever it is. And now they're free to open and create the next thing. Yeah, I love this kind of cue for if you are judging someone who seems to have moved on from something, from whatever it is, too quickly for your liking, to stop and ask yourself, like, am I the one that needs this to be dramatic? You know, am I one bringing drama into this and thinking they need to feel a certain way or maybe they just processed it and moved on like that might be what happened um i rem- always remember a story from eckhart it's not a story but an example of how when ducks get in a fight <laughs> so they'll like one second be 
at each other's necks and quacking and squacking and really, really loud. And then they'll go apart when they're done. And they will always like flap their wings. They'll always like flap them really and like release that energy. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're like feeling those feelings. So it's not quite the same, but it's energy, right? Mm-hmm. So we uh, we can do the same and then move on and move forward. Yeah. And here's like secret number two of yeah. this episode on feelings. If you act, the, the better you get at feeling your feelings and letting them flow, the quicker they flow. Like you don't have to stay feeling them for days. The reason when you start this process and lots of my clients have experienced this, it lasts for days is because you're only partly feeling and you're the other part is resisting. Mm -hmm. When you get to this place and you 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 master this allowing of your feelings, it can literally be 30 seconds. Yeah, it does get a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. How do you think this, just this idea around feeling your feelings or not feeling your feelings impacts people's LOA success? The biggest way is them, like, making up the story that it won't work if I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And not understanding that feeling the feelings is the path to what you want. Yeah. I I just love the simplicity of how you said it earlier. Like, the more you feel, the more you manifest. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So if you're not feeling, oh, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to go. Well, we can say that. And yeah. then the more you resist, yes. the less you manifest. Yes. Right. Which or the less you works. feel, the less you manifest. Because if you're resisting, you're not feeling. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how would you define it, Cass? Like, how would you define feeling your feelings? <laughs> feel your feelings. So it's allowing that emotion to be fully present in your body. And the energy of it to flow through you. Yes, that open channel. Um, And yeah, that's how I say it too. Like be present with your emotions. Mm -hmm. So one of the kind of a key or like, um, what's that word? Something to pay attention to when you're feeling your feelings is you're not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's different than thinking about your feelings. It's just feeling them. So there's no thoughts. There's no words. It's just you're kind of like focusing your awareness inside your body on the energy inside your body. That's the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. Like wherever it is, however it wants to come out. Yeah. And there's there's no words. Like so no thoughts. There's no thinking. There's no talking. There's no plan. Yeah. There's no plan. There's no tra- like there's, there's no, no time. Yeah. Like analyzing it. Yes. There's no nothing. There are like literally no words. If you are purely feeling, mm-hmm. which takes practice, yeah. um, if you are purely feeling, there are no words mm-hmm. involved at all. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they're in your head or coming out of your mouth, there's no words. Yeah. And it's, it reminds me a lot of like meditating because like your mind always wants to jump in. Yeah. And you just practice that space of letting that go, like let that go, come back to that center point. And um, I remember the first one of the first times I really felt this or had this experience. I was just like sitting in a chair and um you know, I could watch my mind go like, oh, go do this, go do this, like wanting to get away. And I'm like, I don't think, I think you, you need to feel this. And it was like, <laughs> and like, there's a part that wants to judge, like you're not doing anything. You, what is it? Just sit here, just sit here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that was at the beginning. Now it's like, so now I crave, I love that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a process. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what about like, do you have a story, Cass, about um, when you had to feel your feelings? <laughs> when it comes to money? Yeah, when it comes to money. Um, I think there's, there, well, there's so many times, right? And it's generally... We have a lot of feelings about money. We do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stories. We have a lot of stories. We have a yeah. lot of feelings. We have layers of what those stories mean. That's cool. Acknowledging you know? the layers of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> it's funny. I'm like remembering to like something similar to your story. But mm-hmm. um, anytime that I've made an investment, and I think it really goes back. One of the first times that I probably felt my feelings to get this clarity is um, I talked about pushing in a previous episode to get a house to flip mm-hmm. with my sister. By the time that was over, like I... You know, she decided she just didn't want anything to do with it. So I took it over. Like, it's literally what happened. And so I had a lot of feelings to feel. Like, how I am I going to... a lot of feelings about that. Yeah, a lot of feelings about that. But I also, in the money sense mm-hmm. of, okay, like, if this is what I can rent it for, but this is the payment, like, I have to feel the feelings, the fear that it's not going to work out, the sadness that I made a mistake, right? Mm. What I was, and it's okay. I believe it's okay in that moment for me to been like, I made a mistake Mm -hmm. and I do like, I'm not a person. I'm okay. I don't believe necessarily. I don't believe everything has to serve us or that all decisions are right. I know Jamie are a little bit different in this. Like, but I totally agree with that. Like honoring where you're at. If it, you can't convince yourself, if it feels like a mistake, you can't convince your mind out of that. Yes. You have to feel it first. You have to feel it and you have to be there and you have to be okay. And so while I learned and I'm okay with it, I would still, looking back on the energy of it and what I do with money, like that was a push decision. It was a mis like it's not a mistake I need to judge. I think that's the other thing that gets wrapped up in a mistake. I can see a mistake as more of a fact than because I felt the feelings around it. Like, yeah, that was not a great choice. It wasn't inspired. It was pushed. It was all the things that I don't yes. want to make choices with money for. And But I had to feel that I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I thought something would work. I It's mm-hmm. not working out. All of the things about that, you know, and all the choices that came in between. I had to feel all of those mm-hmm. to make space for a solution to show up. Yeah. I think that's really... A great example of how when that on honoring a mistake or acknowledging a mistake can feel empowering Mm -hmm. or disempowering. And if you're blame, if there's any sort of blame in there. So if if you are looking at your past and thinking of a mistake to take that approach of like remove the judgment and there's no blame and then it that process can be empowering for you. Mm -hmm. It can create that space. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. How about you? When did you have to feel your feelings with money? So most recently. (laughs) This doesn't end, guys. It doesn't. And uh, I love this story because, I mean, this I did the same thing like six months ago. Yeah. Or we did. It wasn't. It was a joint effort. And that. It was a joint oopsie. Yeah. So I have um, accounts in the U.S. and Canada, and different payments come out of different ones automatically, and so. With my Canadian account, I keep only as much money as the account needs to, 
to have. And so for some reason, I had miscalculated by $10. So when the payment came out, it was like, oh, overdraft. And then there was a $45 charge because of that. And I like opened that and I saw this and I'm like, I just, my reaction was like, oh God. And like, it wasn't like you did it again, but there was that, that feeling of like failure or wrongness or just, it starts with like the tension or that energy, that negative energy. And then, so I had to like, I, I'm really good now at catching it and be like, okay, great. This is, this is for you. Like you get to step back. And so I'm like, okay, what is the feeling here? And it was like a disappointment feeling like, and it's something like I, some sort of failure. And I just felt it. And I really realized like, this is actually a story I heard growing up about not having money and then having this exact thing happen. And I'm like, oh, like this necessarily isn't even mine. Like I, and so soon as I, had that awareness, which came after I felt. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we feel a feeling, we open up space and then we have a new thought come in because of that or a new level of awareness. And then that awareness took me even more kind of step back from it. Like it wasn't mine. Like I didn't, I didn't feel attached to it, to the scenario in a new way. And so now I'm feeling more and more free about this. And then it became just information. Right. So then the experience became, oh, this isn't bad. This is just something that happened. Right. And yeah. now I now I know that like now I know to put 10 to more pay, dollars yeah. in. <laughs> I can choose to pay attention or I can choose yes. to put a buffer or you yes. know what I mean? Like, which is what I did with joy. I'm like, OK, right. great. So let's just up this a little bit just in case for whoever knows what. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And that felt good. And it's good to make that decision moving forward from that place of, um from the place of what I want versus then feeling like I have to because this always happens or that like victim place, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the big things that happens as you feel your feeling is, is you don't then carry forward. If you're feeling it in the moment, you're not carrying forward that past pain, right? And so you get to then create something new in your next experience versus just creating from that place of like, I'm not, I always make these mistakes or that fear of money or fear of failure around money or something. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what we want you to do now is think of a time that you felt your feelings. What did it feel like? Uh -huh. What did it feel like to feel your feelings? Or maybe you never have and that's fine. Or you can't like think of a time where you have felt your feelings around money around receiving something mm -hmm. or um, like receiving money, whether that's from a job or from a gift or spending money, investing money in something big or small. Like mm -hmm. just think of different times in your life and see if there's any if you had any sort of awareness and felt your feelings. Yeah. And if you haven't, that's okay. Like yeah. that awareness. It is not uncommon when people start working with me. Like, I don't think yeah. I've ever done this fully or I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah. so just that awareness that I've never sat there and just let my emotions flow mm -hmm. is the start because that's okay. That's what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. Like just opens up this, uh, this unconscious how to do it. Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit. So like, how can we give guidance on, on the process of generally feeling your feelings? Like, how do you do it? Um, so you let your feelings come. Uh, you don't talk mm -hmm. like you're not talking to someone or yourself or letting those thoughts again. It's no words. So you're not talking inside your head either. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you 
allow them to come until it's over. <laughs> and it's okay to take a break. Yes. I always tell my, like, yeah. if this, if it's too much because it's new, like, you can get up and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. You can consciously say, like, enough. Like I've done this for, it could even just be a minute. Like, okay, that was intense. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a break and Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do something else. And because, and when you consciously take a break, you're saying, okay, I know there's more to feel. Mm -hmm. You're not blocking it. You're just not doing it in the moment. And one of the other things that I will tell my clients is, you know, because sometimes it's not convenient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? right. Like let's let's use the overdraft account. If yeah. you're at work, yeah, and you do that, like, and you pick up your account, and you're like, oh, God, and you have like a feelings call. to feel. Yeah, yeah, you have a, a call, call in five minutes, <laughs> right? Or you have people walking in your office right. or whatever. You can be like, all right, I'm gonna feel Save this it later. when I get home. Yeah. Right? Or on the drive home. Or yeah. Something. and Yeah, or on the drive home or consciously tell yourself, like, hey, six o'clock tonight is feeling the feelings time, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, because it it allows that space. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think one of the questions that comes up a lot with this is people start to, like, they try to do it, try to hold the space, and they're like, I don't get it. How do you do it? But how do you do it? And if you're asking that question... The answer is going to come through your practice. Mm-hmm. Just just keep opening the space for it. Like, just keep doing what we're saying, which is be oh. as out of your head as possible. Bring your awareness into your body and let it be what it's going to be. And allow it to flow. And allow it to flow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next part we want you guys to do is we want you to write your own definition of what it means to feel when you're using... LOA when you're using LOA with an in the subject on the subject of money. So what does it mean to feel your feelings around money? Yeah. So think about that in your head, write it down if you can. Um, and when you have that definition, one of the ways you're going to take this forward and practice it is to just set an alarm for one time a day for seven days. Remember like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And when that alarm goes off, just become aware of how you feel in that moment. Like that's your whatever practice. it is, that's yep. it. <laughs> Just building that awareness. Yep. And then we want to leave you with our powerful statement. So this is something you are stepping into and acknowledging for the next seven days is I know that when I feel my feelings, it opens space for what I want. Yes. I'll say it again. I know that when I feel my feelings, it opens space for what I want. Awesome. And I'm excited for our bonus, too, for this episode, because we're going to be talking about how, for both of us, when we felt the most feelings we ever have, we made the most money we ever have. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited because I love I love this. I love where we are. I love I'm I'm excited to tell those stories. Yeah. Um, yeah and we'll also talk about how um, being vulnerable leads to more money in yeah. our bonuses. So awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next week. Hey, it's Ginny. Cass and I talk a lot about alignment being essential to manifesting. So if you're curious how to measure your own level of alignment, I created a quiz for you. Pop over to my website at ginnygain.com, that's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com, and check it out. Oh, and definitely have fun with it. Go be awesome! Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. 
While you're there, remember to subscribe.